0: Welcome to Frequency Matters, the R from Microwave Update series. I'm Pat Hindle and I'm here with my co host Gary LaRude. In this episode, we're going to cover our August Millimeter Wave Technology and European Microwave Week themed issue, and we're going to go over the products because we went over the technical features last time. Just a reminder the cover story is entitled From Reconfigurable Intelligent Surfaces to Millimeter Wave Beam Forming, and it's written by Greener Wave, and they go through their story how they were originally working on these reconfigurable intelligence surfaces and took that knowledge to develop a unique beamforming technology which they think they can apply to various applications so they are launching a company based on that technology so gary what do we have for product features
1: well in this issue we have uh, two product features both test and measurement focused. the first uh, we feature keysight's new vector signal generator which has a frequency range to 54 GHz or 110 GHz with an optional extender. It has a modulation bandwidth of 2.5 GHz, which can be doubled to 5 GHz with channel bonding. So the instrument, the VXG, can handle any standards-based waveform in the current 5G bands, as well as the V and W band satellite spectrum. Then our second product from the Swiss company Anapico has a compact low phase noise frequency synthesizer which has coverage to 22 GHz and output power to 25 dBm. And these units are small and compact and they can be daisy chained to create multiple phase coherent channels. The output signal as you would expect is CW but it can also be pulse modulated up to a 10 megahertz uh, repetition rate and down to a 30 nanosecond pulse width. So two products to look at in this issue. And how about the tech briefs, Pat? More products.
0: Yeah, we had a couple of tech briefs. The first was making 5G small cells RF transparent yet visibly concealed, and that's by RF Industries. They have a new material called True Field Concealment Solutions, and that means it's visibly hidden but transparent to the RF energy. The other was a 5G beamforming RFIC that supports all the FR2 bands from Parasso. And then uh, turning to the news, so I really like to cover medical news when there is some about the uh, technology in our industry. And No Labs reports that they're moving toward FDA approval that will provide a uh, pain-free diabetes monitoring, and it will use spectroscopy with direct electromagnetic energy that's transmitted through a substance and captures the unique molecular signature and this is referred to as BioRFID, and it can be integrated mm-hmm. into wearables or mobile or benchtop devices. And NoLabs is now conducting a 200 person internal clinical trial of the BioRFID system, and it'll help the technology optimize their algorithm and demonstrate the uh, accuracy of their device. And we also had Corvo. They announced the FDA is granted an emergency use authorization for the Corvo Omnia COVID-19 test point and use at point of care facilities. Uh, The platform utilizes their uh, innovative diagnostic technique that uses high frequency ball filter sensors to achieve highly sensitive and specific COVID-19 detection results very quickly. The ball sensor technology enables a low limit of detection. So very low levels of COVID can be detected You know, as we're running into the Omicron variant, the uh, viral loads are very low, and some of these uh, antigen tests are having issues, and this is sensitive enough that it'll uh, cure that problem with the COVID testing, so detect even very low levels accurately. So two really innovative things on the medical side. Gary, what did you see in the news?
1: Well, I agree with you on the uh, medical side. It's nice to see the technology being applied to improve health. Uh, On my side, of course, we've talked about the CHIPS Act for a while. It finally made it to President Biden's desk, and he signed it with many semiconductor CEOs attending. It provides $52 billion over five years. Uh, The bulk of that, around $39 billion, helps companies build, expand, or modernize facilities as long as they're in the U.S. And so it covers wafer fabs, assembly tests, advanced packaging, and also some R&D. And then on the tax front, the CHIPS Act provides a 25% investment tax credit for semiconductor equipment and manufacturing facilities. That starts January 1st of next year, and it goes to any construction that begins before January 1st of 2027. Then also on a regulatory front, it was interesting the FCC denied $885 million in rural digital opportunity funding that had been uh, preliminarily granted to Starlink for their satellite service to extend it to underserved areas. And Jessica Rosenworcel, the FCC chair, said basically the question before the commission was whether to publicly subsidize Starlink's still developing technology. And I guess they decided not to, given some of the uh, concerns expressed that the uh, satellite links just wouldn't have the capacity as you got more users per cell. And while this won't make up for that shortfall, the Air Force did award Starlink a one-year, $1.9 million contract to provide Internet connectivity at bases in Europe and Africa. And the Air Force Research Lab said the low-Earth orbit constellations are really more resilient to jamming, and they have the low latency needed for tactical missions. So it'll be interesting to see how this one-year trial works out.
0: Yeah, the CHIPS Act news is very good news for our industry. And uh, a lot of uh, money will be coming into the semiconductor area for locally uh, grown fabs. So that's really a great accomplishment. So uh, turning to events, the August issue is also coverage of our European Microwave Week event taking place September 25th through the 30th in Milan. And this will be the 25th uh, version of the European Microwave Week. And the theme is creative microwaves inspired by the artistic Pass of Milan. Uh, Leonardo da Vinci did some of his painting there over the years. In addition to the three conferences there, there'll also be a few forms. There's the defense and security form, the automotive radar form, and the transition from 5G to 6G form. So there's a very good subjects that'll be covered there. We hope to see everybody in Milan. How about you, Gary, for events?
1: Well, looking out a couple months, uh, other events that we see: MWC Las Vegas, Mobile World Congress, will be running September 28th to 30th. Then the Antenna Measurement Techniques Association will be in Westminster, Colorado, which is between Denver and Boulder. That will run October 9th to 14th. And don't forget our own EDICON online virtual conference will be every Wednesday in October, and it's free and no travels required. We have lined up 45 presentations over the four weeks, and you can peruse the topics and register for any of interest at edicononline.com. And that wraps up another episode for us. Today's sponsor is RFMW, a technical distributor focused on RF, microwave, and millimeter wave products, and they represent the leading companies in the industry. So start your next design project at RFMW. Thanks for joining us and see you next time on Frequency Matters.